Go, Chris. Goodbye, my friend, it's hard to die. Love the grabs. It's the podcast where we go to wrestling, we get home late, and we talk about the wrestling. A burr. <laughs> it's really late, Chris. It's really late. It is currently one twenty nine AM. I mean that doesn't sound late. It doesn't sound like the latest anybody's ever stayed up, but it feels like it right yeah. now. Me 20 years ago would have scoffed at this. Mm. Also, me 20 years ago would have gone, what's the podcast? Yeah. Me 20 years ago would have been like, oh, I just want to um, read the Beano or something. 14-year-old <laughs> me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Um, yes. So it is very late, which means that we've been to Fight Club Pro. Yeah. In Wolverhampton. Yeah. For their show... Wrestle House. I'd say Fight Club Pro. It wasn't just Fight Club Pro, was it? No. I mean, last year it was billed as Attack Club Pro. Yes. Uh, this year I think it was billed as Fight Club Pro Times Attack X. Pro Wrestling. Now, is that a Times or a Kiss? I think it's crossed with. Ah. The I Times. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know whether... No, Times is like multiplied by. Yeah. Not crossed with. I don't know. Is there a symbol for crossed with? No, I, I don't know. We should make one up. Make one up. Write one in. Um, it's going to be a, a line drawing of a penis. <laughs> Cock and balls. <laughs> yeah? Well, because that's, you know, if we had a penis and a vagina, that would be like um, how babies are made. This is a high quality podcast. It ain't. It really ain't. Yeah, so, okay, welcome to Love the Graps. Um, one of the things we like to do, which is the main th- feature and thrust of the show, <laughs> is to pick some things that we loved and some things that we maybe didn't love quite as much. Yeah, things that were not our graps. Yeah. That you might have loved, but if you were at the show, but we did not love. Yeah, it's... it's um. It's all a matter of opinion. Yeah. Everyone's got an opinion. Yeah, everyone has got an opinion, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Joe, one of my resolutions for 2018 was to have less opinions. You're a man of opinions, aren't you? I'm traditionally a man of opinions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, so should we do some Love the Graps? Yeah, Love the Graps. Hashtag Love the Graps, LTG. We start with Love the Graps. That's where we talk about things that we loved or liked. Even sometimes it's just things that we liked. Yeah, I mean, the first one, I'm, I won't say I loved it for, mm. for reasons I'll explain in a minute, but they made a huge announcement tonight in in many ways. Yeah, yeah. Um, so 2017 was a crazy year for British wrestling. And especially Fight Club Pro. Yeah. Fight Club Pro was almost like a microcosm yeah. of 2017. Yeah, it went, went from strength to strength, or at least, you know, got bigger and bigger. Yeah. Um, we started going to Fight Club Pro at the Fiction Warehouse. No. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. I can't we went to the f- their first show at the Fiction. Um, Set, 
Yeah, first show. First, because the first, the first show, the there first was show, at show. The, yeah, was Shikara. Yeah, we so didn't we, go to that. we went to the first Fight Club show at Fiction Warehouse, which is a little upstairs um, part of a nightclub, basically a storeroom, a Store, top of a nightclub. Yeah, um, could maybe hold two hundred people at a push. Yeah, um, and that was a real push. Yeah, um, you know, tiny up against the ring, basically. Yeah, I think the first time we went there, there were probably about 120 people, maybe a few yeah. more. And it went up and down. Yeah, in 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 um in attendance. Um, but by the end there, they were, you know, they were getting towards selling out on a regular basis, yeah. but not always in advance. No. Um, and then they did the big thing, the big tag team, Dream Tag Team Invitational, DTTI, um, which. In some ways, um, was a it was them doing a weekend of shows, um, Wolverhampton, Manchester, and London. Yeah, um, built to start with around the appearance of the elite mm-hmm. from the Bullet Club, mm-hmm. Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks in, in Wolverhampton. But yeah. it went on and grew into something uh, a tag team tournament across yeah. three days. Um. And then they landed at the uh, Chocolate Starworks and the Hot Dog Flavored Warehouse. Please don't. Um, and that, you know, I think when we, I think they, when they started there, they maybe had like four hundred, four five hundred, yeah, yeah. And now they're topping out well over eight hundred, I reckon. In there well, they tonight. said tonight it was the biggest crowd ever, and I don't know if that counts the DTTI. I think at, it was at I think, the Diamond Banqueting Suite. I think they were referring to that room. Yeah, um, but, but it seemed like there were so many people there tonight, yeah. and they've obviously got to a point where they they want to try something big, and it's something that a lot of different companies are a lot of, not a lot of different companies, no. but a couple of different companies, namely Progress and ICW. Yeah, I mean, they ICW have run a very big room yeah. twice now, um, and Progress are running an even bigger room. Yep. Yeah. Um, so they in are September. making a leap from. Warehouses to yeah. arenas, yeah, and they'll be uh, finishing out the 2018 Dream Tag Team Invitational in March at the NEC Arena in, in Birmingham. Birmingham. Yeah, um, it, it got quite a bit of a buzz. Um, you know, I, I don't know. We've got lots of listeners from all over the country and a few from overseas. If you're from the Midlands, the NEC is a pretty big deal. Um, my first gig was at the NEC. I went to see Marillion. Yeah, I went to early gigs that I went to there. I saw Marilyn Manson there. Yeah, I saw ACDC. Um, I saw Slipknot there a couple um, of times. Iron Maiden. Um, yeah, a bunch of things. Yeah, so it's it's pretty big. Yeah. Um, they can set it up for lots of different seating arrangements. Um, so could be anything from a 1,000 up to... Four, five, yeah, ten thousand, depending on how many tickets they sell. I don't think they're going to sell ten thousand tickets. No, but I don't think four thousand could be beyond the realm of possibility. They've already announced some really good names for the DTTI, um, and I think it's just a bit brilliant that they they've got to the point where their little company. <laughs> um, it's exciting, isn't it? Yeah, um, I, I won't be there. Um, it's the third night of the the tour. It's Easter Sunday. Um, 
I was holding out because they they announced tonight they they hadn't announced where it was till tonight. It was a big surprise. I was holding out for Slough <laughs> um, because I will be stopping in a hotel in Slough that night um, for for reasons. There are reasons. I've not been exiled to Slough or anything. It's uh, only a matter of time, though. Well, yeah, you know, my time will soon be up, and I'll be Slough bound. Sloughed officially sloughed yeah um but no it turned out not to be slough or even uh, you know i had a slight hope of maidenhead or or reading um but no it's turned out to be birmingham so hopefully everyone who goes will have a great time yeah i don't doubt it um i'm in two minds about whether i'm going to try and pick up a ticket because i don't doubt for one second that they are going to be dear yeah um not going to be a cheap ticket is it um so maybe i'll do it maybe i won't i'd like to because I like it, don't yeah. I? I like wrestling sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> Not all the time. Yeah. Um, and, well, considering that's the Dream Tag Team Invitational weekend, kind of brings us oh, nicely. My. Almost like professional broadcasters. Onto the second, Love the Grats. Yeah, so the first half of the show, um, which... Um, no, we'll get on to that a little bit later <laughs> on. First half of the show um, consists of two two matches, yeah, two very different tag matches, and two matches which were a lot of fun and yeah. consist of our second, not my graps, ta- two tag matches. Love the graps. Oh yes, love the graps. I've muddled up. It's gone one thirty a.m. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so the, the opener was yeah. uh, under attack rules. Yep. Um, and so that was for the attack tag team titles, currently held by Bowler Armor, mm-hmm. um, who appeared on your show last week. A good wrestling, yeah, they did, yeah, yeah they're very good, yeah, they, they're always very good, yeah. I'm a big fan of Bowler Armor. Uh, they were against uh, Nothing to Prove. Is that the number two, or is it? No, they're not a '90s boy band. <laughs> they should be Nothing to Prove. <laughs> nothing Roman numerals to yeah. prove. That's how I'm going to refer to them. Yeah, from nothing now on. I, uh, I prove. Uh, Elijah and the Urchin Prince, Drew Parker, uh, Drew Parker, uh, against the Antifun Police mm-hmm. uh, of Chief Deputy Dunn and Los Federales Super Santos Junior. Yes, and the uh, Impromptu Team of Session Mouse. Yeah, which, which is yeah. Martina Session Moth and Love Making Demon. Yeah. Um and it was a lot of fun. Yeah. A real lot of fun. Um I've got to say, we we're probably gonna have to put a standing order in Love My Love the Graps. Love My Graps. Love My Graps. <laughs> yeah. For Super Santos Jr. Yeah, he was um He was amazing again. Yeah, we we we've talked about him in the past. Um very, very, very funny. I mean character. we hate him. Oh, he's a he's a he's a he's a rotter. He's a rotter. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just as a as a comic creation, um, perfect, perfect in yeah. a lot of ways. And I mean, the guy can move as well. He can. Oh yeah, he can. He can really move. He does uh, a lot of that in, boot, booty shaking. He does some booty shaking. Uh, he has a wonderful tope. Yes, um, yeah. Quite a scary tope if yeah. you're having to catch him. I can imagine. Um, but. It's just, yeah. Um, but he was really good. Uh, and I just really liked the whole kind of dynamic mm. of the match. It was it was really nice. There were lots of comedy spots in there, um, some really good wrestling, and that really worked. And then it was a, a kind of stark contrast to the next contest. Yeah. Um, so it was announced as Team Suplex. Team Suplex. Suplex. S-P-L-X. Yeah. Uh, of, um, it wasn't Team Suplex. Um, Suplex, was it, though? 
No, no, no. Of um, Jeremy Saber Junior. <laughs> yeah. Um, that wasn't very good, was it? No, no. I don't know what I was going for. I know what I was going for. Um, big fan of Jeremy Corbyn, Zack Saber Junior. Zack Labor Junior. And uh, yeah, that's better. It's better. It's better than yeah. what I did. And um, Angelico. Angelico. Yeah, Angelico. <laughs> um, the South African high flying daredevil man. <laughs> Can't Dub- describe dubstep. Doesn't that describe Dubs- PJ Black? Dubstep. BMX motocross dude. Yeah. He's floppy uh, fringe, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, against, it was announced as being against Mustache Mountain. Yeah, that now, didn't happen though, could it? Now, um, Trent Seven did come out at the beginning of the show um, to inform us that his mates were off on the other side of the world doing WWE stuff this weekend. So, on the subject to that, though, Pete and Tyler were not there. Um, just a little interjection there. Um, I think we we mentioned last time we did a fight capo thing that perhaps Trent's bit had gone was not as it should be. Yeah. Um, bang on this time. Yeah, he was very good. Yeah, really good. Very good. Um, very funny and uh, like the like the Trent of old. Mm-hmm. So perhaps his mates should leave him behind more often. I say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they were um, not available. So um, we didn't get Mustache Mountain. Nope. But instead, we got the Australian team of Aussie Open. Yeah, on Australia Day. No on less. Australia Day. Yeah. That's Carl Fletcher and Mark Davis to yeah. you. And they got a massive reception. Mm-hmm. I mean, Zach Sabre Jr. is a very popular man. And people love Angelico's theme tune. They do. Um, and that's not to say they don't love Angelico as well. But they particularly love his theme tune. And why not? Um, but the reaction for Aussie Open blew them out of the water. Um, it was a massive reaction. Yeah. And a really, really good match. Yeah. Um, mostly built around uh, Zack Sabre Jr. and Angelico, um, who very subtly just switched to being dicks. They were dicks. Yeah, I think that's something that Zack's really good at. He, he'll come out, he'll soak up the applause, but then he'll remind you that actually he's there to be a dick wrestler. Yeah. He'll just... And, and it is just him being... I'm a wrestler, so I've got to do things that you might not like in order to win the match. It's not like he's he, he's not out there like effing and blind and he's not no. like, you know, tr- trying to get in people's faces and, and that. He's, he's just taking advantage. Yeah. And it's little touches as well. Like I noticed there was one point where he broke up a pin and... Ordinarily, you just do the kind of stomp to the the back to break up the pin. Mm. He went in double footed. Yeah, I kind of like that. Yeah, but he's, right. he's really really good at that. Yeah, and Aussie Open are just having really fun tag matches. Yeah. You know, well, at will. They, they've got this good dynamic now, which I've seen them use in a couple of good matches, which is natural. Um, that Carl Fletcher will get the heat on him. And then he'll make the the tag. The heat on yeah, him. He'll get the is that, heat. Is on that him. insider terms? He will. Um, uh, he might get a bit of a shine. Oh, don't! Uh, don't. There'll be a hope spot in there. Oh. Um, but mostly they'll get the heat on Carl Fletcher, and then he'll make the tag, and Big Mark Davis will come out and um, just destroy everybody. Do you know what? Like even as a nominal wrestling promoter. I avoid using any of those terms you've just used. But, I mean, they they are insider terms, but they're also 
terms of the craft. Do you know what I mean? If if I was a theatre reviewer, I mm. might make insider terms about what what they were the mise en scène. I don't know. I don't know whether you know? I agree with that. I mean, it's, it's it's slightly different. I mean, you talk about getting the heat. It's Ugh, that's what happens. Makes me feel a little bit sick <sighs> hearing people talk. Anyway, that's that. what they did. You oh, you're the worst type of fan. Mm, I'm not the worst type of fan. No, okay, one of though. Yeah, one of. Um, um, but yeah, nice, really good straight wrestling tag match. Big contrast to the opener, which was more of a, a comedy affair. Mm. Um, and yeah, really good to see that you've got a sense, essentially two tag matches, but very, very different. Well done, everyone involved. Yeah. Um, and the third, I forgot. So we like threes. Yeah. Do everything in threes. So across those two matches, there were 12 different wrestlers involved. Mm-hmm. Um, now, our main event was a 10-man tag yeah. match. Two teams of five. Team Travis Banks and Team Chris Brooks. Yeah. You know, just to make sure that Chris Brooks doesn't have to defend his title again. Well, he might lose it. Yeah, yeah. He's just, um, he's ducking everyone. Yeah, he's got to keep hold of it. Yeah. Well... Yeah, we can just drag it out for a, for a long, long time, can't yeah. we? Um, and it was a lot of fun. I mean, we've just said that. But it told a good story. Yeah. Um, I, I was particularly impressed with the, the way it built. Um, I mean, it started off in, in quite a comic way. Because it's not a pure Fight Club Pro show, it was the Wrestle House. It was a nod to attack, um, yeah. Trav did his sexy Trav thing and got hit the members of his team to be sexy with him yeah should we just say who was on yeah, the yeah. team so chris brooks got yeah chris brooks had john devlin yeah who again very very good we yeah. keep saying it he's da- great dan maloney yeah um mark haskins was on the baddies team bit of a reluctant baddie yeah he didn't want anything to do with his, his teammates yeah. at least initially you know yeah and who was the last one uh chief deputy dunn and chief deputy dunn pulling the double yeah Double duty. Double duty, deputy done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then on the good guys team, it was Travis Banks. Yeah. Um, Trent Seven. Yeah. Millie McKenzie. Yeah. Clint Majera. And the figment of Pete Dunn's imagination, um, MK McKinnon. Milton yeah. Keynes McKinnon. Milton Keynes McKinnon. Yeah. Well done, Joe. Yeah. Um, and yes, so um, Trav came out um, and he was like, actually, if we're going to be a team, we should dress like a team. Everyone follow me. And they all went backstage and came out in string vests, sunglasses and baseball caps. Yeah. Trent Seven looked particularly good. Yeah, Trent Seven came out looking like Ricky Tomlinson from the Royal <laughs> Family with his uh, string vest tucked in. The, the t- he looked to be having the time of his life. Yeah, I just I find those string vests hilarious because, like, Trav comes out in this like garishly coloured one, and the others have all got like white ones, like they've got them from CNA in in the nineteen eighties. Again, I just don't understand a string vest. Okay, it, it doesn't fulfil any of the 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 qualities that you would look for in a vest. Look, there must be a reason for it. It is not for us to question <laughs> the makers of string vests. Yeah. I always imagine lorry drivers wearing them. Yeah. Perhaps with a high-vis. String delay. vest and, and high-vis. Yeah. It's, not, it's just like a, a vest, isn't it? Yeah. 
waistcoat. It's like a high vis waistcoat. <laughs> They're never called high vis waistcoats, are they? They should be. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So um, those two teams contrived to have a really good match. It told a really good story. Yeah. Um, integral to that story was Millie McKenzie getting fucked up. Yeah, they they did um, some a lot of stuff on the outside, and one of the things involved Millie McKenzie having a bit of a mischief with some chairs at the hands of Chris Brooks, yeah. um, and they completely sold us on on it. Yeah, because at first I, I kind of said to Chris, "Oh, she's they've, they've carried her out to the back. She'll come running in again at the end." Yeah, and then I kind of thought, actually, no. Look at their their body language, and like. And yeah. look at Trent's face. Someone's just said something to Trent, and so he's relayed a message to the ref. I actually think Millie might genuinely be injured here. Oh, she wasn't, though, was she? Well, maybe she was. Well, she might have been. Yeah, maybe she was. Um, but she, yeah, they they completely sold us on that. And yeah. the story was that the the bad guys, yeah, um, went through all the good guys. It was elimination rules. Yep. Um, and at the end, there there was no one left, um, but Millie came back out. Yeah, so Chris Brooks thought he had the whole thing won, yep. and Millie McKenzie came back out to face him down. Yeah. And and, and, and they'd got, like, they, up to that point, they'd told a great story. Yeah, and it, it was, was I, I, I was kind of wondering myself what might happen. I thought, would Millie get the win, and therefore, you know, get a, a shot at Brooks's title? Yeah. You know, or heaven was, forbid he ever defends it. Yeah, or was Brooks going to do something nefarious, something bad was going to happen to stop Millie from getting the win, yeah. you know, so that Brooks was always one step ahead. Yeah, which, it, again, might give Millie... You know, a shot at him in a in yeah, a or at least give her because Lycos cha- was prowling around. Yeah. You know, at least give her a course to chase him. Yeah, um, and then they they did something which. Well, should we transition this? Well, I would say, okay, let, let let's move on to not my graps with a caveat of, I it's the 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 ending of the storyline in and of itself doesn't bother me no it's 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 what they did i don't we'll talk about it okay so i don't know why i'm trying to preface it the, so the love the graps was we like the story that they told with the main event asterix with one exception yeah so let's do the not my graps. not my graps. hashtag not my graps nmg yeah so the the whole end of the show was a bit off yeah for a couple of different reasons so millie had so, brooks beaten yeah and she went to the top rope and then somebody came out and interfered with her, mm. pushed her off the top. Yeah. Uh, and Brooks got the win. And and that in itself, and it was um another female fighter. Yeah. And that in itself isn't a bad ending. No, that that's fun. It creates intrigue. What What's going to happen? Yeah, next? because although Fight Club Pro do, um, they throw Millie and they throw Nixon and Kaylee Ray in with the men. They do also like to have um, just women's matches as well. Yeah. So it, it's a rival, a natural rival for the rising star, Millie McKenzie. But. Yeah, th- it, this was immediately sort of dampened for me. By it being Ginny. Yeah. And that's not anything against Ginny. It's against Ginny being in Fight Club Pro. Yeah. I, I've i seen lots of Ginny. I've seen her from her earliest appearances in Endeavour mm-hmm. up to her 
you know, having um, big matches at Progress at um, Brixton Academy. Yeah. You know, she she is she's grown loads as a wrestler and there's lots of stuff that she does that I really like. Yeah. She's a great character. I really and this is, you know, something that I've always championed, um, less so other people, but I, I think her strikes are really good. She mm. really lays it in. Some wrestlers don't do that quite so much. No, we might talk about her later. Um and you know, she 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 does her she does Ginny better than anybody else yeah. in the country does their character. I think Ginny works well in progress. She works well in RevPro. She works well in Eve when I've seen her there. I'm just not convinced she's the right fit for Fight Club Pro. And I may be proved wrong with that. But there there are half a dozen other people that could have done the same role and would have filled the same role. And that's without the fact that Ginny was very visually injured. Yeah. She broke her, broke she, her wrist, I think. Yeah, she she had some sort of hand injury yeah. from, from RevPro. Um, it, it's, it's hard sort of picking on someone like this because like, like I've just tried to sort of clarify, I do really like Ginny. Yeah, Ginny but didn't do anything wrong. Ginny did Ginny. Yeah. But Fight Club Pro is a show um, built around British strong style wrestling. Yeah, and Millie McKenzie. I mean, and, and the problem to some extent is is Millie McKenzie as well. Who do you put her in against? Because mm-hmm. you've been having a suplex in all the men. Yeah, and then to have her now after face Ginny, it's not. It doesn't feel like a an appropriate opponent it doesn't it's not 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 that Ginny is a lesser opponent but it doesn't feel like you're matching the styles no and you've not like created a new challenge for Millie to overcome you've kind of just gone uh, here's our women's division yeah now and that's and frankly that's what a lot of companies in the UK have done with Ginny yeah. is to go we have we have a women's division now Ginny's the champion you can't spell women without Ginny. <laughs> With Ginny. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, it kind of it I, left the ending a little flat. I think, again, and we, we've said this a bunch of times when when criticising things. It could just be us. Mm. Lots of people are well into Ginny. Yeah. Lot, there, you know, there were people who were into, into the end of that. Um, and... We've and watched, gets heat as and well. we've watched a lot of women's wrestling. Yeah, and there are people who won't have seen some of the women that we've seen who could possibly have filled that role. Yeah. So um, people some and this this is going to sound patronizing I guess to some extent. But for some people Ginny is women's wrestling in the UK. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, no, I, I I think you know, you when you to to a certain um group of people who predominantly will go to Progress and, and Rev Pro, um, and maybe you know Fight Club Pro as well. It's it's Ginny, it was Nixon, it's Kaylee Ray, it's Tony Storm. But it goes back to like you know. those matches that Ginny and Pollyanna were having, and, yeah. And people were raving about them being like some of the best matches they'd ever seen. And you look at it sideways and go, "Are you sure?" Hmm. Like they they were they they were fun, but they were not like world beaters. Yeah, but. 
part of this not my graps was not just the Ginny thing. No. It was a whole end of the show. Because that's a downer ending. Yeah. Ginny, because um, Chris Brooks scarpered. Yeah. And Ginny was left in the ring kind of putting the boots to Millie McKenzie. And then it's a bit she, of a bummer, isn't it? Yeah, she walked out. It's a bit of a bummer ending. So Matt Richards came out um, and was like, yeah, so that's Thanks, it. Thanks, everyone. Thanks yeah. for coming out. Thanks. We'll be back next month. So then the disturbed version of the Steve Austin theme hit. Shea Percy came out in his pyjamas, did a stunner on Joel Allen, and then did a stunner on Matt Richards. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. It's like, (sighs) send send the crowd home happy? Is that what we're (laughs) going for? Yeah. Or send them home really, really confused? I mean, there were were some, some people in the crowd who loved it. Some people in the crowd who just were a bit confused as to what was going on and others who just wanted to go home. It makes me wonder whether that's what the guys at Fight Club Pro think attack is. Yeah, perhaps. <laughs> just send Shay out to do something stupid. Yeah. But if you're going to have a downer ending, then stand by it. Yeah, I think like if you're going to do the downer ending, you yeah. know, you, you, you've you got to sort of go with it. you got to go... You can't go at half-arsed. You've got to use all of your ass. Yeah. A whole circumference. Because <laughs> it's not often they do a downer ending at Fight Club because it's usually British Strong Style mm. um, closing the show in like a, an exhibition six-man. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, a lot of fun. Um, so that's usually the last thing. It's it's very unusual that a storyline thing closes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would have just left it at that. Um, Shay, what are you doing? What are you doing? We playing that, son. Yeah. You look ridiculous. Yeah, and it's weird because like last, um, I think it was the last Fight Club show we we talked about. They did a thing with Shay that um, fell flat as well. Yeah, it's I think the Shay coming out like that thing may have jumped the shark. And I love Shay. Shay, you know we, we talked, we've waxed we've, lyrical yeah. about him. And the the moment with Shay and Chris Roberts from Attack at the end of last year was you know the icing on a really good year of of cake of, of, cake. <laughs> <laughs> of wrestling cake yeah um but yeah i think maybe that that thing like i think shay needs to go to the next phase of whatever his career is going to be and maybe leaving whatever he's done in attack behind yeah. and his pajama bottoms and the austin theme behind yeah well kid like us is injured he could just put the mask on. Yeah, he could do. He could be like us. Yeah. So I mentioned that um, some people were rushing for the exits. Yeah. Uh, and that brings us on to our second, not my best. Yeah, it, and it's something that we've covered on Fight Club before. Mm-hmm. And we've steered clear of bringing it up again because we were like, I don't want to keep banging yeah. on about it. Um, but, yeah, we didn't get out of Star Works until after midnight tonight. Yeah, the show finished at five to midnight. Yeah. Um, the doors opened at seven. Yes. So that's nearly five hours. Yeah. And it really must be noted, it, this was a five-match card tonight. Yeah, only five matches. Yeah. And there were a lot of men in those matches. Yeah. Um, but there's no way that a five-match card should last five hours from when the door opened. Doors there are two opened. intervals again. Yeah, that they've gone back, back to, days, to the d- two intervals. And, yeah, it's just a slog. Yeah. 
I don't want to be. I don't want to be in Wolverhampton at midnight. I just don't. <laughs> I think I don't think that's too much to ask. Well, bad things happen, don't they? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it, it it just it seemed overlong. Yeah. Um, the the interval, the first interval, the second interview was great. They, yeah. they said ten minutes. It was ten minutes. Yeah. First interval seemed a bit long as well, um, and it's just yeah. The bar was a bit of a. A disaster area. Really weird queues at the bar. Did you notice that? There were queues, yeah. Yeah, but there wasn't just like kind of like one queue. Each each server had his own queue. I'm fine with that. It was like McDonald's. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just, it went on a bit. Um, it's just long. And yeah. as, a, you know, as I left the venue, um, I had a message from a friend of mine who's who's following the... Uh, you know, followed the announcement of the NEC show um, on online on Twitter, and he said, um, "I hope they realise that if they're running the NEC, they've got to finish on time." <laughs> and I don't think he even knew that they'd finished at midnight. No, um, I mean the NEC won't. Well, will have no truck with a midnight finish. No, you've got a proper curfew there. Yeah, there's no after party at the NEC. Well, there might be. No, the NEC. Nothing at the NEC runs that late. Does it? They've got union staff, haven't they? Yeah. They've got hotel bars, though. You don't want to hang out at the, the Ibis bar at, at, um, at, at the NEC. We'll go back to Pete's Local at Smithswood. I don't yeah. know what you're talking about now. Yeah. It's Birmingham Talk, mate. I don't, this ain't the Birmingham Talk podcast. It should be. No, you can go and start that with one of those other Birmingham-type people. Love the grabs. Ugh. Um... Let's do the third one. So, yeah, it's long, isn't it? Um, something else that might have been a little bit longer than uh, and than absolutely necessary. Amari? Um, was he, Amari. He is, a, he is a bit longer <laughs> than absolutely necessary. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, the third, not my graps. And it's a difficult one. We talked about this on the way home. Yeah. And we we don't like... We, we like singling out individuals for praise. Yeah. We don't like singling out individuals for criticism. Especially when it's... I, I don't know how harsh the criticism is, really, um, because it's a bit vague, isn't it? Well, I mean, it, it, they're not criticisms that we haven't really levelled at other people in the no, past. No, um, To some extent. But Omari... So Omari faced Keith Lee to, tonight in a rematch of um, a match they had maybe like six months ago. Yeah, which was... Amazing, yeah, excellent match, really, really good match. Where Omari picked up the upset, and the story here was um, Keith Lee was saying that was a fluke mm-hmm. and that he was going to beat Omari, yeah, which he did, yeah, spoiler. Um, so they're one and one, seems to be a, a rubber match decider, um, in the offing at some point. Um, but I think. Omari was kind of exposed a little bit here. Yeah. I don't know whether he had, he had a little knock. Like, he, he had his arm um, covered up. Yeah, he had a sleeve on, didn't he? Yeah. Um, and so that might have had something to do with it. But th- there is... Uh, I feel like there's something a little bit lacking with Omari. I, I don't... He, he doesn't carry himself like a star. No. It's I made a comparison between him and Millie McKenzie. Yeah. As the two, you know, 
notable graduates of that Fight Club Pro School mm-hmm. over the past year. And when Millie McKenzie comes out, she she comes out as a star. Yeah. She is completely engaging from the moment she steps through the curtain. Um, and you feel like she's there mm-hmm. to fight and to win. Omari, sometimes when he's in the ring, is is he, he looks like his shoulders have dropped. Yeah. I mean, the, the way I see it is it's 2018 now. Yeah. We live in the future. Yeah. Um, back in 2017, in the olden days, um, nervy, bashful rookie Omari was a thing. Yeah. And we had some really good matches. Um, saw some great matches at Omari at Fiction and latterly at the Starworks. And he'd beaten a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and that was part of his rookie story. And then he won Infinity yep. at the end of the year. But it's 2018 now. Mm. And although it's only a month and a bit since Infinity, yep. it does feel like we've leapt forward. But I don't see that in Omari at the moment. He should be walking in there like a world beater. Yeah, like a king. And he does it. He walks in there like a child. Yeah. And he, he holds himself like a child. He he hits his opponent without the force that Fight Club Pro demands. I mean, I noticed it tonight. I, I, I've not previously noticed it. So... I mean, including in the last match with Keith Lee. So I don't know if perhaps tonight was was a, an outlier. I mean, in fairness, it, the last match with Keith Lee, he was battered most of the match. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it looked like he was pulling everything tonight. Yeah. Um, not laying it in at all. And I, I'm not arguing for shoot style, you know, really kicking someone in the eye um, and punching them in the, the abdomen. No, but... But, um, the, but, but it's got to look... But, Real. but that's, fight, that's the Fight Club Pro thing. The Fight Club Pro style isn't even necessarily... It's not dull thuds, it's loud slaps, isn't yeah. it? So it, it just needs to sort of give the audience the impression that you're hitting hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and he wasn't doing that. No. Um, Keith Lee was. Keith Lee was. Yeah, it just uh, there, there's just something about Amari that doesn't say you know, number one contender for the Fight Club Pro Champion right no, now. No, no. Um, he did have new trunks, though. I will say that. Yeah, he had his name on his butt. Um, with some trumpets. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I, I love Omari. I lo- love him when his music comes out. Um, he, he's got kind of that that good guy kind of smile to him. But as you say, when he gets in the ring, it, sometimes it just fades a little bit. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, there was, there was a bit at the end where um, Keith Lee challenged him and omari kind of there was just like yeah, yeah. He, he handed him the microphone and i don't think anybody in that room was like confident that omari was gonna say cut some impassioned promo yeah i think everybody was like oh that seems like a mistake yeah and he was just yeah you're on yeah and it was fine i mean that was fine that's all he needed to say yeah um yeah Omari, I mean, he's still very young. I yeah, think he, I think he's still he's might be twenty. Yeah, so if he's, I mean, if he if he's he has got time on his side, yeah, um, and I just think some work with Pete Dunn maybe. 
if Pete Dunne can spare some time out of his valuable yeah. diary um, from flying here, there and everywhere, it would just work wonders. And there was a hint of that um, last year when they had that that kind of interaction yeah. where Pete Dunne actually called him out for some of the things that we've said. Yeah. Um, and yeah, perhaps there was a grain of truth in that. But yeah, I love Omari. I want to see more from him. It's it's a criticism that's coming from the well, heart. And I think he is, he's, maybe he's been put in a position that is ahead of his, it's not even necessarily his skill level, but certainly his experience level. Mm-hmm. But these are massive opportunities and yeah. he needs to make them count because he doesn't want to be, this This is going to sound really harsh, you don't want to be looked at as a failed experiment in eight months time. That's quite harsh. It, no, it is harsh. Yeah. I know but, what you mean. But, you know, there have yeah. been... I'm going to be slightly harsh about somebody else who got sort of rocketed to the top. But, I mean, what happened to Pastor William Eva in progress? That was the name I was... Exactly the name I was thinking about. Yeah. Like, and and a lot of that's through no fault of his own. It's just, where do we go yeah. unless we can see that this guy is going to be able to have top matches consistently mm-hmm. and and Omari's had loads of really good matches but they have been with amazing wrestlers yeah so you know there's you know there there there's there's hiding shortcomings yeah i just want to see a bit of fight bit of fury yeah um just a bit, a bit more of fire. a yeah. bit more strong style strong style strong style yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so that was the first Fight Club Pro show of the year, and the first yeah. our first kind of post show podcast of the year. Yeah, but uh, it's also our first of the weekend. Yeah, we got another not one. our last. Yeah, um, so we are off to another show on Sunday. Complete opposite. Yeah, um, we'll we'll just we'll talk about it on Sunday. Yeah, um, but that's about it for now. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed the show tonight. Um, it wasn't one of the better Fight Club Pro shows no. I've been to. But there was nothing bad on it. No, there, there's a couple of things that left a bit of a bitter taste. Yeah. And also, I, I do think it's worth noting, it was a five-hour show with five matches on. Yeah. Um, that's not your best foot forward for 2018. It really isn't. No. Um, especially when you're bragging about it being your biggest attendance in that venue. Yeah. Let's keep it tight, guys. Come on. Stage yeah. manage this. Yeah, we're not all there to get drunk and go to the after party. Some of us are really old. Well, some of us have got travel. Not everybody no. wants to stay in Wolverhampton through the night. Anyway, um, fun was had. Yes. Nice to see wrestling friends. Yeah. Yeah. Always a highlight of these sort of shows. Yeah. Um, and as you say, we'll be back on Sunday. Uh, go and get on social media. Join us at Twitter at Love the Graps on our Facebook group. Yeah. Always fun times over there. I'm loving that people are doing their own kind of show reports. Yeah, I like we've got a format. We've created a format yeah. that allows people to give their, their sort of brief thoughts on um, on shows. So we've had a lot of people. Cause this is, you know, these are, our, as you say, this is our first show episode this year. Um, but if you want to find out what other people thought of other shows, yeah. head over to that group. Yeah, if you want to nice. tell us what you thought about shows, you can you can do the same. And the thing I like is that people have, have kind of entered into the spirit of it as well. It's not just, I liked this match, I liked that match. Yeah, it, It's stuff like, 
you know, I liked the sense of fun around this or didn't like the sound system and yeah. stuff. So you get a feeling of the show as a whole rather yeah. than just who beat who and who wrestled well. Yeah. Um, so that's the Facebook group. I'm sure if you just search Love the Graps, you'll find it on Facebook. And that's about it. Well, should we just say that there will be um, an extra podcast sometime in the week? Yeah. Um, which will be our awards one, but we'll also announce how much we raised. For yeah. Sorry Eve. for the delay on that. Um, it's a good amount, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so until Sunday, mm-hmm. it is now... Du, 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 du. 12 minutes past two in the morning. That's not too bad. But, I mean, it's late enough for me to say go to bed. Well, you should already be in bed. I just said go to bed, stop talking. Go to bed. We had joy, we had fun, we had seasons in the sun. Up the hills, every class, the seasons out of time. All our lives we had fun, we had seasons in the sun of the world that we keep, the discovery's on the beach.